Welcome to the Christian Rebellion Podcast. My name is Ash Green. And I'm Jackson Farrell. And we are the only podcast that cares just as much about Korean peace as the Infinity War. Wait, what? I don't know. We'd, okay, I, I can roll with that. All right. But nothing compares uh, to uh, our love for playoff hockey. Okay, this is also true. Yes. I was going to say nothing compares to our love for taking like month-long hiatuses and then coming back out of nowhere. I wasn't even going to mention that. <laughs> oh, sorry, I blew it. How dare um, you, sir. We'll pretend, guys, pretend we've never gone away. Everything's fine. I didn't go away. I was right here. Exactly. So, playoff hockey. Yes. Go Pens. <laughs> uh, hoping for a three-peat, spelled with four E's. <laughs> Because I think it looks better that way. That's not a real word. And I had an argument with a friend over that. That, well, you know, that's we've got standards and, and it's uh, based off of, you know, other words. So it would take spelling from that, even though it doesn't happen all the time. And we were arguing, she was arguing semantics with me over a word and that didn't exist. And it was kind of funny. How do you picture that? How are you picturing this word in in your mind? T h r e e p e e a t. No, no a. No, no a. Just uh, so it's three, and then it's Pete. Like three Pete. Yeah. Okay. I think it looks better that way. Well, um, I'd I'd say that I'm down with it, but I'm kind of afraid of my brother. <laughs> uh, he's a professional editor. But I don't think he listens to the podcast. Well, see, so, but that's the thing. It's not a real word. It, it's it's yeah. a made-up word. Like So you can spell it however you exactly. want. That's like, like it. We all know what it is. It's yeah. not a real word. Yeah. I spell it with two I's. A-I-I-G-H-T. It. Yeah, it's, it's it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, so, so if it's a made-up word, we could we could spell it with nothing but J's. Technically, that's like, true. Like seven However, J's. at least I'm following rules here. <laughs> yeah. It's not total anarchy. Because, I mean, technically, A-I-G-H-T would be eight. Yep, that's true, too. Like, it's the the phonetic... It's It differenti- differentiates it from the, the other things. Yes. Yeah. So, welcome to our new feature, everybody. <laughs> Etymology Corner. Words with Ash. <laughs> words with Ash. <laughs> it's like words with friends, but it's Ash. <laughs> oh, man, that would be... Yeah, don't play Scrabble with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brother and I actually... This may surprise everyone who's just heard that he's an editor, but my brother and I used to play sort of this Calvin Ball version of Scrabble. Where... Calvin Ball! Sorry. Yeah, where we, uh, let's see, coffee always scored 42 points, no matter what. Um, Theet was a legal word. Um, and you could you could repeat a vowel four times, like less than four and more than four, you know, would, would not be valid. Uh, you could play off the board. And, like, the, the whole thing was just this weird evolving mess of nonsense scrabble um it got it got very strange <laughs> but uh yeah just jungle rules scrabble see i always love speed scrabble did you ever play that yeah okay that's fun yeah uh like i don't know how popular that is or if you could even buy it like separately well they've got a uh the some geniuses put um made a banana-shaped cloth uh, tile bag, stuffed it full of uh, yellow Scrabble tiles, and called it Bananagrams, and it's Speed Scrabble. No, oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's out there. Love Speed Scrabble. All right, so um, how was your week? Even though that's pretty much what we just said. I feel how, like was, I should... how was your month? <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, oh, I brought it up again. I'm the worst. I'm sorry, I'm... Just dunking this episode in the toilet right welcome, from the Welcome to Jackson Apologizes episode. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for being sorry. I'm sorry for existing. Um, Let's see. What have I been up to? I've been I've been reading a lot. I've been reading um, Patrick Rothfuss's uh, The King Killer Chronicle. Um, first and second books are the only books that are out in it, so those are the ones I've been reading. And they're good. They're pretty good. Nice. Yeah. 
Um, I've been I've been watching stuff. Uh, you know the Marvel Netflix stuff and keeping up with my Brooklyn Nine Nine. So I've been I've been consuming. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, work, work, and more work. More work. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. <laughs> Uh, oh, I discovered, um, I had no idea this was a thing, and I ended up getting a handbook with it too, but uh, the Archaeology Study Bible, that thing's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never heard of that before. I, I don't know how old this is, um, but like uh, about half of every page is just filled up with notes of uh, like uh, just various archaeological, that word. <laughs> Ash just made up another word. We'll we'll feature that next week though. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's got all kinds of cool pictures about like different things and and customs and that sort of thing. Um, just really cool um, and gets pretty in depth on some stuff. Where and um, also while I was researching that, this I find a little bit more interesting, and so I ended up picking up one of these too. I swear I don't go around buying like Bible after Bible like. Um, especially with the Bible app. I haven't done that in a long time, and I, I feel kind of bad that my uh, my study Bible that I've had around for years just kind of sits on the shelf now because I use my uh, my Bible app, and especially when on, uh, uh, like, using something like an iPad or something like that, you can use the, the Bible app to do, like, three different, four different versions side by side, which mm-hmm. is really nice. With parallels, that's yeah. useful. Um, I've still got a... A hard copy of some parallel Bibles, which I'm pretty sure uh, are versions that nobody uses anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it is. Yep, technology has uh, the steady march of technology has obviated. Uh, well, it's still nice to hold something in your hands, but True. if you're going to be comparing versions, yeah, I'd, I'd rather do that on a screen. But but the other one I got, sorry, study. yes, the other one I got was a cultural study Bible. Mm-hmm. which is fascinating so far. Like that one, again, is about half and half, and it goes more in-depth into culture, not the archa- Wow, archaeology. The, I... <laughs> um, and there's like, uh, I, I've been just kind of flipping through and like soaking in some of the stuff that like, um, there's like full pages uh, dedicated to like uh, some kind of cultural thing. Like um, one of them I ran into in Genesis that I read through was like, which I, I guess I didn't really realize, um, it was not actually a common thing for the firstborn to get everything as Genesis mm-hmm. kind of implies that was fairly unique to the Israelites and those, those peoples. Huh. And there's plenty of evidence in times like, like that, where like, um, the second born would get more or the, there are other cultural things where the firstborn would get twice as much as everybody else, but mm-hmm. then everybody else, you know, it was like equal portion. So if there were two of us. Mm-hmm. It'd be divided into what three portions? Yeah, three portions. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a trip because, yeah. like, what if? I mean, I, I guess this probably didn't happen very often in the ancient world because of medical technology being what it was back then. But what if you know you have like three kids and you you divvy up their inheritance and you get you give fifty percent to the oldest and twenty five percent to the second and twenty five percent to the third and then you have a fourth kid. What then? Well, oh no! You get the inheritance when when that person dies. So oh, they would have nothing more to give. So <laughs> yeah, what if I feel like what if you have a kid posthumously? I mean, maybe maybe they. I don't know. Uh, I guess they'd still get it. They'd be set aside because <laughs> at that point they'd know. I'm such a knucklehead. Uh, what else? Let's see here. I mean, medical technology as it was, I mean, maybe they could think he was dead for like six days and he comes back. Oh, no, he was just sleeping. That was a long nap, daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was in a coma. We <laughs> there you go. We don't have a word for coma yet, but he was in one. Yes, yes. But uh, just fascinating stuff in those things. <laughs> and I'd, I'd never heard of either one. Like, I mean, there was obviously tons and tons of material Um about both out there, but to have them kind of side by side as you're reading through for both of those uh, is fascinating. Sounds super dope. Yes, and super nerdy. So, <laughs> moving on. Uh, is it media minded time? Yes, it is. Shall I lead off on this one or shall we? Sure, you? go right okay. ahead. So, um, Adventure Zone Season 2 is off to the races. To, how much do you know about Adventure Zone? Um, 
Nothing? I really hate the way it looks. You really... Like on the website? Just the, the animation style. Wait. Oh, you're thinking of Adventure Time. Oh, I am. Yes. So you know so little about Adventure Zone that you mistook it for something else. Pretty much. Okay. Um, Adventure Zone is... Wait, does that m- mean I know negative about something? Like, I don't just know nothing. I know negative. <laughs> yes, you, you anti-know things about it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Adventure Zone is um, one of these podcasts where people play role-playing games. Um, it's the, uh, the McElroy brothers from My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Uh, they've, you know, this this whole idea that they had of playing Dungeons and Dragons with their dad has kind of blown up into its own thing. Um, okay. You know, when it was originally just a, a side episode of their, their one podcast. But uh, so they, they did a big old Dungeons and Dragons thing where they just kept playing and Griffin, the dungeon master, kept making stuff them and, and spinning this whole story thing with the Dungeons and Dragons and the dice rolling and um, and they completed that and so after that they started kind of doing these um, mini arcs of about five four or five episodes each um, where uh, their dad was the game master for one and it was a superhero thing and uh, then Travis did uh one that was a, um, what do you call it? It was kind of a Wild West thing, but with vampires and werewolves, too. Okay. Um, and uh, Griffin uh, stepped back into the GM seat with a, um, a Monster of the Week. You've, you've played Monster of the Week. Love um, that game. So, it you know, his thing was um, took place in Kepler, West Virginia, and, you know, it was kind of this uh, supernatural weirdness and horror intermixed with regular Virginia life. And um, and that's that was some solid stuff. So they're going for season two. That's what they're going with. Um, and so th- that's off to the races. They've got three episodes out already. Um, I'm really enjoying following along with it because they've got uh, really fantastic characters, some some really funny moments. Um, some interesting stuff going on and the whole thing is just really coming alive you know like i i hear podcasts like that and i i feel like it's touching on something real you know some some creativity some emotional content you know i'm sorry i'm making a face right now because you said something real they've got something real and i just keep thinking okay so a podcast about pretending to be somebody else is very real. <laughs> well, that's that's why we do these things, you know? Like, uh, that's... Uh, sometimes we, you know... Like, that, that's why we watch movies and make movies. That's why we write and read and tell stories and listen to stories. That's why we make music. Because we're, we're trying to get at this thing, you know, that's that's real. That's, that's like, elusive, but it's, it's like something fundamental to reality you know and i i hear these i i listen to podcasts like this yeah and i'm think i'm thinking to myself man it's like it sucks that they're uh that they're creating something so cool like this but they're that they're they're not even touching on you know god and and christianity and religion and stuff like that it's just not even you know it's it's like it's like dancing around the realest thing, you know, and just pretending like there's nothing in the middle of the circle, not even acknowledging that they're that that they're making this circle around something, you know. Um, and it's it's frustrating to me because it's awesome, and yet, like, I'd like to see people pushing their podcast even in that direction, you know. Um, pushing their stuff in that direction i kind of went off on, on a rant but like <laughs> it's okay but that's the podcast <laughs> yep we're done <laughs> on to the next thing all right well then uh the next thing being uh let's talk about Ooh, this is a fun one uh so you know stan lee right yeah there's a big story going around right now um somebody stole his blood somebody stole his blood yeah 
Like weird things are. I'm starting to feel really bad for this guy. Like stuff just keeps happening to him after his wife died. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of seems like thing after thing, and this one's the weirdest yet. Like, um, somebody basically, I, I, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe bribed his nurse, tricked his nurse, showed him some, showed her some like uh, paperwork, and had them draw blood so much so that Stan Lee got really dizzy. Mm-hmm. And he like took it and like sold it to Marvel Comics at, to make um, uh, DNA ink with. Mm-hmm. And, What's DNA ink? Uh, basically, I don't know. It's probably ink with Stanley's blood in it, uh, mixed with you know. I don't know. Okay. It's, I mean, it's kind of been done before. Like uh, I remember back in the day, Kiss did that, but they did it intentionally, and it was very little mm-hmm. bit. You know, there's this big <clears throat> vat of uh, ink, and they they each poured a small vial into it, and so like all the the Kiss comics that went out. Had you know just a little bit of kiss blood, you know, is yeah, you know, kind of metal, very metal back then. <laughs> um, anyhow, like this, they they created this quote DNA ink from it and signed a bunch of Black Panther comics with uh, Stanley's name. So someone's forging his name with his blood. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, no, this was like an official Marvel release oh. with that on it too. So oh. right now he's. He and his lawyer are definitely looking into uh, some legal uh, reactions to what happened. But, man, what the heck? Yeah. Like, just, wow. <laughs> I don't think there's any other words than you got to feel for that guy. Like, he seems like one of the nicest guy in, guys in the world. He's, I, I don't know, like, there's there's some shadiness to his past. But I think it's it's more of, I don't know, just from his public persona, it just kind of seems like, it's things that have kind of just happened to him mm-hmm. um, when he was like separated from Marvel back in the day and like uh, crooked politicians. Uh, there's some connections there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird yeah. with Stanley's blood. I'd make a joke about sympathists planning to practice malfeasance on him, but I think the only person who would get that, well, would be someone who's read um, The Name of the Winds or The Wise Man's Fear by Patrick Rothfuss, and the only person among our listeners that I can think of um, would be my brother, who I'm pretty sure doesn't listen to the podcast. So, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Listen to our podcast, David. And if Gosh. you don't, well, then you didn't hear this, so ha. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's... Wow, There's that's tangled. <laughs> All right, and uh, Cameron James, he's been uh, making waves. He's complaining about, oh, man, I I completely forgot what movie that he was complaining about. But, like, I'm sitting here thinking, all right, I was listening to another podcast, and the guy said exactly what I was thinking. I was like, okay, so he's complaining about that while he's making uh, Avatar 5 right now and Terminator 12, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, actually, yeah. he is making um, uh, more on the the Terminator. We talked about that. He's making Terminator Three, Two. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Square Enix was the only one who did that stuff, right? Ah, uh, it's um, like he's basically ignoring Three on, and he is doing uh, Terminator, the sequel to Terminator Two. Ah, uh, so it's it's like Terminator Re Three, something like that. Yeah, which you know I'm. I, I may be a fan of. He's got somebody else directing it, but he's producing it. Like that that franchise turned into an action franchise, which is mm-hmm. a lot of fun. But originally, it was more of a action, yes, but more of like horror action. Like yeah, you know, there was there was a lot more. Uh, I don't know horror angles on the the shots and you know those close ups and a lot more. You know, uh, I can't really say chase scenes, but yeah, the chase scenes were more boxed in and less you know action oriented yeah um it, w- it was less slam bang action and more of this sort of st- like serious threat kind of action exactly yeah um and i just i mean horror is the best example i can i can give to it maybe thriller yeah more thriller than action like it was doing for action what the original alien was doing for sci-fi something like that yeah yeah, because that that again was even more horror based. But and then number two went back to action or back to started yeah. that action. So I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, that was really interesting. Uh, I have to touch on Bruce Campbell. Mm-hmm. Ash for the evil. Ash versus Evil Dead was not picked up for season four, and so he's retiring from the role. Mm-hmm. And as a fellow Ash, I feel slightly saddened by this. <laughs> you guys, you Ash has got to stick together. Except for Ketchum, he can. <laughs> You can go, I don't know, get blown go, go up Go be 12 forever. <laughs> um, How many badges do you have now, Ash? <laughs> uh, I have them all. <laughs> now what, Jackson? Well, there you go. Ash has all the badges. That's right. No, no, TV Ash can... Have no badges. How good reach you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh okay, more more weird news. Allison Mack, have you heard about this? Um Do you know who that is? She is let's see, was was she one of those Nickelodeon? No, stars? she was uh Smallville. Oh, okay, yeah. She played uh Clark Kent's uh friend in Smallville. She was like the, the reporter. She was like the one actress on that show like that you really thought could have gone places. Mm-hmm. But she uh <laughs> she went other places. Uh, this is this is really weird. She's got a trial set up. Apparently, she was uh, caught in some kind of uh, uh, sex trafficking like thing, where she was like kind of like a uh, sex cult leader, as the 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 news is putting her, where she would recruit like um, uh, young ladies, and they would basically uh, put them into sex slavery. Hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah. Like, um, I think after the show, there, there's some kind of quote I read where, like, after the show, she kind of lost where she was going and, and her place, and she kind of got caught up in whatever this place is and eventually kind of moved her way up to being the person that recruited people. And um, one of the the shady things about it, too, is it, it had, like, a feminist root Not feminist roots, sorry. Um, it it was under the guise of like a feminist group, you know, women and mm-hmm. female empowerment, that sort of thing, which it was like the cover story. Yeah. Or something, something like that. So, so her trial's coming up, uh, October 1st, but that's, I don't know, just growing up with that show and loving that show and her character. And man, that's just so weird. I don't, I don't know. That's one of those stories that even though I know absolutely nobody on that show or anything like that, you know, I spent mm-hmm. 10 years of my life, getting attached to these characters and sort of to these actors in a way, you know, mm-hmm. it was kind of a, a Paul Walker moment. Like I never knew him, but I always was always attached to a lot of his movies and his characters. And, um, I don't know. Yeah. Just kind of surreal and disappointing at the same time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And just, just also proves that like, um, sex trafficking is a thing here in America. And, and it's uh and in the world yeah You're and in the world Earth. well i feel like um a lot of americans and that's why i was saying america specifically like a lot of americans think sla- slavery in the world has ended it is not and this is sex slavery which is i guess even worse yep i mean slavery is bad in general so i really don't want to yeah. compare the two um, well, I, I think it's fair to say that you know all as you know slavery is a continuum of really horrible (laughs) things and some forms of slavery are awful and some of them are even worse than that okay and some are indentured oh like like i don't know (laughs) (laughs) imagining this person in a dent working in a dentist's office being forced to cast molds of people's teeth that was my last job (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just like I feel like as a nation, we feel like slavery is kind of in the past, but it's not. And mm-hmm. like we also kind of feel like when we, we hear about this sort of thing, you know, like taken. Oh, it happens in other countries, but not ours, you know. Yeah. Um, and um, like Christians just specifically. Well, let, let's skip that for a second. Just Americans in general. Like it's just in the back of our minds it's it's not like we just don't think it happens around us yeah um kind of oblivious yeah i've got a a friend uh well i i guess i should say she 
I met both of them. I, I knew the sister a little bit better because we were both youth pastors and in the same area and we got together and, you know, did youth pastor meetings and networked and that sort of thing. Her brother was, uh, uh, started an organization down there and, uh, on sex trafficking and like stopping it. Sorry. It started a sex trafficking organization. <laughs> the very opposite of that started an organization to stop that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, uh, there's also some pretty moving, um, going on a side quest here, pretty moving accounts from, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, the actor from that '70s show, uh, Ashton Kutcher. Like, he does a lot of um, works with an organization very closely and goes on some raids and stuff. Um, uh, very, very big passion of his, and you can see him testifying in front of Congress. Um, I know this guy did as well that I was talking about uh, just a minute ago. He uh, started an organization down there, and it was kind of crazy to hear like. Um, some of the stuff going through there, you know, girls in containers and that sort of thing, uh, both coming and going for the record. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, and at some point, like uh, the the president at the time was President Obama, and whether you like him or hate him, uh, he found out about what was going on with this organization and hired uh, him onto, I'm not sure if it was his cabinet or just uh, in a uh, White House capacity, but brought him to the White House mm-hmm. to do what he was doing for the government and that the uh that organization still exists doing it but he because he's working for the government he can't really you know yeah uh do that anymore because there's a top secret angle to it or something i'm sure uh but just it it's crazy real um we've had some scares around here um (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I, i was reading in the news um the I can't remember what local station actually did a uh, human trafficking story here recently, mm-hmm. and they I, I didn't actually get to see it. I wish I'd, I'd seen it, um, but I was reading up on their web page um, about. I'm assuming some of these angles were going on there, like the differences between real and fake. And there's there's a lot of uh, fake things out there, um, like people talking. Like there was a scare over at Harper's Point recently. Um, which is very close to us. Um, or, uh, you know, there's Walmart. Uh, there was a, a scare in Warren County here that um, some lady was like, oh, yeah, some, somebody's following me around Walmart, and now there's two people. And the police uh, posted on, you know, social media, and the, it was eventually taken down and, you know, found mm-hmm. out to be a scam. Um, there's just kind of some realities that go along with that that, like, people should be educated on and, I should, I guess I'll talk about that for a minute. Like it's, um, things to to look out for. Like that's, that's not how it's recruited. Like this Allison Mack thing, generally how people are recruited or they want you to come willingly. Then they lock you up. They're not going to like stalk you around Walmart and throw you in a van where everybody sees, you know, um, they're, they're very, very smart about this and in in a very evil kind of way. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, there there are some signs to look out for, um, uh, like uh, young women, two, three, even just one that that um, very not talking to anybody is with somebody that's significantly older than them that you know they they doesn't look like they're they're related. Um, look for brandings, like matching brandings between them. Used to be barcodes, even now it's like little symbols that they they're tattooed with to show whose property they property they are things like that you you've got to look out for just uh unusual behavior especially going through airports because a lot of the times that's how they're uh we'll say transferred um there was a story recently that um i want to say this was like a month month and a half ago two ladies uh and let's see here uh not a stewardess whoever was doing the the tickets at the front counter thought something was a little bit off about these two ladies they had one-way tickets um to this place and this they were talking about this guy paying for it all and whatever and um she started talking with them and um uh asking him some questions and got the authorities involved and it they were actually about to be abducted seemed like uh the authorities checked it out and this guy like event like uh quickly ghosted when the, the authorities started checking into it like all of his accounts were deleted and gone 
and these two ladies were basically going to fly out there on a one-way ticket. You know, they didn't have any money or anything. It was just this, oh, this seems really cool and could be an adventure kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the times how... Um, presented it as an opportunity. Exactly. Uh, and that's how a lot of these uh, these uh, kidnappings, we'll call them, happen. And uh, so that that's scary. I mean, that's around here. I want to say that was in Florida. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. remember for sure. Um, just scary stuff and you know reality that we just don't like to think about and we need to that's just something that has to end you know and yeah um pornographies they they make pornography pornography with it man i can't mm-hmm. is it the fee that i can't say i'm not sure what it is i can't say today <laughs> g fee um archaeological uh, man words are hard <laughs> i don't like words <laughs> entomology bad <laughs> Uh, you know, and the, I'll, I'll move on to Christians doing it right. And I just want to, or did sorry. We want, did we want to hit science news in, in between those? No. Okay. Uh, just doing a quick Christian props. Uh, because oh, it's related. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Da-da-da-da. There's a mini theme with our theme this week. Uh, sex trafficking. Yeah, I know. Real happy theme here. Oh, wow. Um. That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> uh, Christian props, uh, Timothy Head, um, who's the executive director of the Faith and Freedom Coalition. And honestly, I don't know much about that or him, but I was reading an article recently that he had written, um, posted through, oh, snap, forgot the webpage. I'm good at that. Um, well, anyhow, he wrote an article about uh, basically just saying Christians need to step up in that, um, that arena. Because it's a real thing. It's something that is just so against what we stand for. Like, as churches should be giving to these organizations that are doing uh, stuff to prevent that. Like, mm-hmm. um, they should be giving... This is my words here. They should be giving like that as like a missional outreach. They should be looking into doing things like, uh, you know, missional work for these ladies. For uh, It's not just ladies, but I'm sure. But, yeah, like, just doing all this missional stuff that... Like there's just, just such a wrong in the world, and as Christians we need to stand up and be like, look, this is wrong, you know, and this is something that the world can get behind us on. Um, mm-hmm. Again, most of those are my words, but that being said, like he was very much stepping up and saying, hey, this is a real thing, this is a current thing, this is going on now. It's awful. As Christians, we need to step up and do something about it. So props to Timothy Het for that. Um, that. Sorry, just <laughs> our yep. mini theme brought to you by uh, Ash reading very related articles that had, you know, just all kind of popped up at once. So felt mm-hmm. like it was something we should uh, talk about for a split second. Uh, maybe on to happy news. Jackson, do you have science news for us? I do. All right. Um, so well, we... we're not going to talk about that. So okay, yeah, we, we <laughs> yeah, that sounds too happy. Stay on theme. <laughs> um, Give us something depressing, Jackson. Uh, well, it's. I'm not sure if this is happy or sad. Um, maybe, maybe some of you will have different emotional reactions to it. But here's the headline. Um, Army researchers are developing a self-aware squid-like robot you can 3D print in the field. Um, I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild, huh? So so can it swim, I'm assuming? Um, probably. But it's... um. The like the point of the robot is just that it can mimic the flexibility of um, a squid or other invertebrates to allow it to get into confined and restricted spaces. You know, it's got tentacles for grasping purposes, but it's just designed to be sort of. Um, I just want a couple as a pet, though. Sort of very versatile. <laughs> um, Let them hang I'm around sh- the house. I'm the sure tub. that I'm sure there's a market for that. <laughs> you know, and. Uh, I, I mean, if there's teach them to sweep, like these these clean robot, the uh, you know these ooh clean the toilet, these robot dogs and whatnot. Ibo, I'm I'm oh, yeah. sure that if like if those exist, like there's got to be people who are into robot squids. I'm sure for some very creepy purposes in some cases, <laughs> but uh... to throw at each other, splat. <laughs> yeah. Um, ooh, but, like, there the... was a fun game we played in. Uh... Youth groups, you ever played football with an octopus? Um, 
a live, like an actual, I, I guess not live. No, but... you buy it uh, for like food purposes. You know, you can buy a full squid, but then you throw it around. You know, you catch it and the tentacles wrap around you and the suction cups, you know, get kind of stuck on you. And, uh, oh, man. <laughs> that sounds delightfully weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, what churches were you going to? Because I got to get in on some of that. I got to go back in time to those churches and play squid football. That's that's right. We'll just start our own that allows squid football again. <laughs> there we go. We won't have PETA after us at all. <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll reintroduce the fad. It'll be the latest fidget spinners, squid football. Anyway, that's that's what I got. Is is just weird science and kind of cool and kind of weird. Well, this may be more of the uh, the tech side, but the thing I found, oh, I found I find this so fascinating and awesome. Um, they're developing tech for. Um, uh, contact lenses that uh, monitor your glucose levels. So if you mm. you know you've got issues with that, it's got um, basically it's a contact lens that's got um, like it's it's a network of, of things that are very um, very light and very smooth. So you know it's not scratchy. There's still like a little chip in it that they've, they've got to work with to fi- figure out what to do with it that's a little harsh on the, the eye. But it's got, like, hmm. a little LED in it that'll turn on when your uh, levels are low. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Oh, so... so We're that's... on our way to having those contact lenses like they have in the movies that have that are basically mini-computers that identify people and mm-hmm. our cameras and our, you know... Kind of the we'll augmented call it the, reality the Google Glass, but it's the Google Eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's the I-I. Apple comes the up I, with it first. The I-I. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo would, would come up with their own, the W-I-I. <laughs> yeah, like, I actually tried virtual reality out for the first time over the weekend um, at a friend's house. And, like, that in itself is so crazy, but just the the thought that, like, augmented reality with contact lenses, you know, kind of developing off that idea. That would be so there's, cool. There's some crazy stuff happening right now, and there is some crazy stuff in the works. Just, like, the experience of putting on those goggles and going into that other world was so wild. It was, like completely different from anything else i've ever experienced and just knowing that if i stepped too far i'd trip over a sofa that wasn't in the, that i could <laughs> see bump into my friends oh it was uh sorry going back to timothy head for a second it was fox news where i read that article hmm. sorry just just random going back thought all right so you're doing it wrong doing it wrong Stop it. Don't do it wrong, people. <laughs> so what? who's doing what wrong this week? So uh, I'm not going to name names here or anything. But uh, I run into this a lot in, um, in outreaches, it, at work. And it's Christians destroying their... Granted, we're all human you know and i'll throw that out there and all sinners and all fallen and all lost and but make an effort <laughs> like um what are they in destroying this case, in this case uh, their witness and my oh, witness and okay i was i was about to be like their cars yes they're i'm tired of christians doing demolition <laughs> derbies on the freeways <laughs> That sounds like fun. I might become one of those. Books? Uh, is he tired of book burners? Yeah. No, actually, this is people bickering at work. These, mm-hmm. these um, I've been in so many workplaces that like the there's like maybe one or two people that are that are very outspoken about their faith and you know they're they're very proud of the Christian that they're Christian and they're wearing the Christian T-shirts or whatever. But then the two people at work that are like that don't like each other. And they let everybody know, and they take pot shots at each other, whether it's faith-based or not, you know? And it's, uh, oh, yeah, but he believes in this type of Bible, or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. one, I don't know, does one thing, you know, he's just 
grumbles about it too. I can't believe he's still doing that, or you know, just yeah. or like not take, even stuff just being so petty. Not even stuff that's overtly Christianity related. Like, you know, if if just one of them is talking behind the other's back about you know like some work thing that's yeah. you know just just like accomplishing this task in this way oh he did he did such and such and it's not technically against the company handbook policies but right. you know i mean tech i mean we're we're supposed to love each other and we're supposed to um man I'm just so frustrated. So many words yeah. coming to mind here. We're supposed to love on each other. And if we can't do that for each other, how are we supposed to do that to the world? How are we supposed to show the world that, that we love each other and we'll love them when you're doing that? You're hurting everybody there, including yourself. Because when you're doing the, the witnessing that you're doing or, or talking to somebody about Christ or wearing that Christian t-shirt, they you know you're as bad as or worse than them. Uh, so why would they listen to you? Yeah, you're, you're an ambassador. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't even mean that as bad as or worse than them, but I'm just saying you look worse than them in their yeah. eyes. Is basically what I'm saying. There's yeah, there's like really no as bad as we're all it's, lost. It's, yeah, it's it's not even a matter of comparison, like as bad as or anything. Yeah, it's just you look unappealing. Yeah, very much know? so. And like even if even if everyone else looked even more unappealing. Or if even if everyone else looked appealing and you didn't, like it's neither one of those are a good scenario because you're making yourself into this this ugly person, this spiritually ugly person. Yeah. Don't do that, everyone. Don't exactly. Don't, don't do you're it wrong. doing it wrong. Don't do it wrong. Don't do it wrong. Nah. Do it right. Do it right, guys. Be be like what was his name Timothy. Timothy what's name? Head. Timothy Head. Be like him. Do it right. Like him. In this case that we know of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oppose oppose uh, slavery and sex trafficking. Trafficking. That's a good start. Yes. Very much so. That's a good start. And love each other. Yes. Don't love be, love each other. Uh, don't be that guy. Yeah. Or girl. Yeah. Stop that human. Wrong. That human. Don't be that dog. Don't be that that house plant. <laughs> Take oh, the house two plant house plants and put them to the test. Oh, I <laughs> love that song. Set them both in front of anyway. All right, so uh, getting to the meat of today's uh, <laughs> uh, Christian rebellion, we are going to be talking about Christians and work ethic. Mm-hmm. Work ethic, Christians. So what what exactly comes to mind when you? you say work ethic. Well, I mean, it, it does kind of go back to, um, I mean, first of all, there's, there's, um, you know, we're supposed to be the light of the world. We're supposed to be showing, uh, God's love to everybody. And, um, like just not just work ethic, but like where we work, like, like talking about mm-hmm. that, like, um, again, just going back to the, you're doing it wrong segment. We mm-hmm. did 10 seconds ago that I hope you haven't forgotten about already. <laughs> um, you know, stuff like that, bad. Don't do that. Yep. Um, people in the Bible, like, we, we look at um, the disciples, and I, th- I feel like a lot of the times we and we look at pastors and we look at uh, people doing missions, and I feel like we, we almost separate, all right, well, there's a Christian profession, and there's, you know, um, these people that, that uh, you know, we pay their, we pay their bills, we pay their checks, and, um, you know, they, they probably don't have the greatest work ethic, but, um, Paul, Paul worked. Mm-hmm. He said, I will work for everything. You know, I, I don't want you guys to, to pay for me. Why, why would I have you do that when I can work? You know, he was a tent maker. Yep. Um, he, I'm convinced he ran marathons for money. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced he was a runner. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he had a fantastic, and he was walking around going all over the place. I mean, so was, uh, so were the disciples. They, they were ministering and ministering in every situation. They, they just had this fantastic work ethic. They just, they, most of them worked until they died. I mean, at, at, uh, mm-hmm. um, sharing the gospel, but I, I guess I'm talking more practical in, in, 
most of our everyday Christian lives in the office? What does that look mm-hmm. like? So it's, it's Christianity in the workplace. Pretty much, yeah. But uh, I, I do want to lean more towards, you know, work ethic in itself. Like, mm-hmm. um, again, like, uh, let's just go with a verse that says, you know, in all things, do it for Christ. Do it for the Lord. Sorry. Yeah. Um, this is one of those things, you know? Yeah. Go to work. Act like you're doing it for the Lord. Whether whether you work in uh, Stinky McBurger or, you know... Um, I don't know the best place ever. You know, you should, you should be having that. I'm doing this for the Lord work ethic. People, granted, there are people that will look at you and go, "Oh, well, he's, I don't know, he works too hard. He's he's not cool because of that. He's not a slacker like yeah. us." But I mean, that's that's a he's good making the rest tool, of us look bad, right? But but that's a good witnessing tool for the most part. Yeah. You don't, I don't know. I mean, Paul does say, I, I will be everything to everybody. I'm pretty sure he wasn't a stoner to the stoners, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but, I, you know, we need to work hard. I feel like a lot of Christians are just uh, in a lot of different places. Are those people in the workplace that are bickering with each other, that aren't doing any of the work, that are, you know, slacking off, that are that are that guy at work. Oh no, don't pair me with him. No, no, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do all the work. You know, yeah. that, that place is cool too. You know, uh, that, that definitely, there was always one of us in the group that did all the work. Yeah. In every single group I was a part of. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did all the work. Um, actually, no, there was one group I did in Christ and mm-hmm. culture. Well, at least in a group like that, you've got plenty of places to put your drink because the rest of the group is coasters. <laughs> Wordplay. <That's right. laughs> but, um, you know, there's, I guess there's many ways we can talk about this, but like, um, just stop slacking. <laughs> just don't do it. We're doing this for the Lord, you know? Like, it's something that I feel like as Christians, we don't necessarily focus on a lot or if at all just this this work life it's almost like we have the church life we have the work life and we have our home life and they're all separate and you know they all like i used to even try to do that as a kid until i uh started doing the ministry thing because there was just way too much bleed over between personal and work <clears throat> life i used to have like work friends and then regular friends um but i mean we're going into the workplace as Christians, you know, mm-hmm. that, that Christian doesn't leave us. We don't leave that at the church. Oh, I'll pick it up next week. See you guys. You know, Oh, mm-hmm. I left my Christianity on the coat rack at church. Oh, well, I'll get it back next week. You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's something we have to work towards. Yeah. Like, like that's, I mean, I mean that, that seems to be the point of like, um, I, I, I think, I think that's a frequent, topic i don't know whether i want to say in sermons or in small groups or just like it it feels like it's buzzing around the church as a thing that people do you know like just just this idea of living out your faith all the time making it like what you're really trying to build your life around not just think about god and sing song on sundays and then you go do whatever just you know like i like i feel like that's a lot of people are saying that in Christianity that you got that you've got to you've got to expand it out beyond just the walls of the church. Yeah, definitely, and I, and I feel like yeah. you're right. I just feel like a, a lot of the times that we we think, okay, that's going to our home life, that's going with our friends, and then we go back to the grind of work and forget it. Yeah, you know, oh, I'm grinding at work. Well, this isn't really, you know, what they were talking about, or it doesn't even occur to us that you know. This is for the Lord. You know, this mm-hmm. is our witness. This is our witness to the company. This is our witness to our bosses. This is our witness to the people under me. You know, this is, yeah. um, this is our witness, you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't slack off at work. Don't slack off for the Lord. Yeah. And it is, it is easy to forget when you, you know, go do whatever that thing is that you do all week that, you know, keeps you from starving and keeps them from turning off the, uh, the water and the electricity. Yeah. You know, you you go into those places where you do these things and you don't have these constant physical reminders around you of, you know, 
what you're at least to some degree all about. Whereas you go into the church and like all these constant physical reminders are there, you know, the, the church has a steeple or it may have stained glass. The, the pews are, are no, there with the, the Bibles. The church is the, the people. Um, we use, we use words in numerous ways. And yet, yes, the church is the people. Um, but then what are we going to call these buildings that we go to? But it's, it's like... The venue. The venue. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Actually, I kind of like it. I dig it. You know? The venue. <laughs> right? So the when joke it, turned serious. Dang so it. Ash yeah, was like, right in joke form. Like, you, you go to Sunday venue, and the venue has all these physical reminders of, of like, what you're, what you're all about as a people and the way you're living your life. But then you go into work, and it's a different environment, and you've got... You've oh, got insanely. to find You've got to find ways of carrying that with you and keeping your mind on it. You know, like I, yeah. I listen to Switchfoot on the drive in and, you know, I, I try to, you know, as I'm packing these orders in the warehouse and whatnot, I try to remind myself, these are going to human beings. This, these products have a, a, a chance and opportunity to improve someone's life, to benefit someone to make someone else's job just a bit easier because they were able to, you know, repair somebody's car thing, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it's easy to overlook it in a situation like that, that it's like, oh, well, you know, if I, if I don't repair this box in this place, or if I don't, you know, move this part in this way and if I don't pack this stack box it up this way so that it's you know, going to actually something might, go might through not UPS look fine. as pretty when it gets there. Or, you know, it might even get damaged, but I, I'm not even talking to that extreme. You know, it's, if you were giving this, this box to your mother, everybody loves their mother. You know, if you were giving this box to your mother, would you pack it that way? You know, <laughs> you're giving this box, you don't know this person on the other end. You, you know, you're, you're doing this work for the Lord. You know, if you yeah. were handing this box to the Lord and he opened it up, what would he find? You know, it, you want, you want to make it look nice for him, you know? Yeah. Would, would he say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, or would he have to forgive you? <laughs> or would he have to send it back? And yeah. <laughs> I got uh, this part and it's broken. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ returning an alternator. <laughs> uh, um, you know, and, it, and, and <clears throat> you know, there, there's some works out there. If you're, you're a teacher you know, you, you can't talk about the Lord, you, you know, there's still things mm-hmm. you can focus on and there's still things that you can, um, do. And, and like, even in that world, you know, you can be sure to, to act differently and to let your light shine no matter what, mm-hmm. be, be different, you know, be that hard worker. People are going to notice, Hey, you're a hard worker, you know, yeah. uh, you're going to be attached to these kids in that example, you know, and, uh, people ask things, you know, and, and in that scenario, if a teacher's asked, teachers can say whatever they want. Yeah. Um, so there's ways to witness there and just, uh, I don't know, getting past witnessing, well, changing gears slightly, like, like what I was talking about, you know, working at a uh, McStinky burger or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and no, that's not a McDonald's reference. <laughs> I'm just saying whatever McStinky yeah. awful job. Um, I should call yeah. it, you know, if, if you're working, like my recently I, I worked at a hotel and it was probably one of my all time favorite jobs, uh, mostly due to the people that I worked with. And that job was easy to, um, to focus on doing things right and doing things for the Lord and talking with other people about, you know, other people that I worked with about the Lord. Um, whereas like other jobs, not so much like just awful jobs. You know, you're just not wanting to go in. Oh, here we go to the grind into the grudge into the crutch. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of that. That too. works too. <laughs> words the, are, the gr- Ash is failing at words. It's, it's today. the grind drudge. You put the grind drudge together and you get the grudge. <laughs> there we go. Oh man. But you know, it's just, it, it's definitely hard. Uh, especially if you, you have a boss that is, uh, uh, I don't know cranky or doesn't like you or just doesn't like anybody or something like that i mean what do you what do you do in those scenarios yeah that's that's a hard situation um and you know like i I think a lot of the time i I don't know if i want to say a lot of the time but 
I think sometimes in those situations, you know what to do, but it's still hard. And maybe precisely because you know what to do, because what you got to do is is difficult. Love is difficult. You know, dealing with people who don't love you, who unlove you, if you will, especially when they're, you know, your supervisor and have all this, this power over you. Like, that's, that's hard, too. That's, um, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm painting with a very broad brush here. And if we were to, you know, there, there's a lot of different ways that a boss can be bad. Um, I don't know, just the, the things that are going through my mind, um, and th this is to pull the camera back even further and paint with an even broader brush, but I, I feel like there are things that you can do, um, you know, in a general way, wherever you work, you know, like s simply telling the truth, you know, saying true things, making a concentrated effort to say true things instead of making things up or prevaricating or concealing you know, in order to make yourself look good or whatever, or sweep this or that under the rug. There's, there's, there's that sort of thing wherever you go. And, you know, it can get pretty prevalent in an office environment. Um, I think that makes a big difference, you know, and, you know, think, thinking about Jesus having said, I am the way, the, the truth, and the life, you know, anytime you can bring truth into the um, into what's going on, the situation, the equation, that's, um, that's the presence of Christ, whether it's acknowledged or not. Yeah, uh, definitely truth. Oh man, truth in general. Like, I feel like even as a, a pastor, I feel like that's probably what I, I got in trouble for the most was being truthful to, uh, I use tact, I swear I do, <laughs> but truthful to even like a harsh and very realistic extent. Um, because I feel like that's what we need to do. Like, you know, if if I think Jackson's doing something wrong or if I think he's stupid, I'm going to tell him that. <laughs> Most of the time, Jackson appreciates that. Maybe not in the moment. <laughs> yeah. But I know I do. Generally not in the moment. <laughs> yeah. Well. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say, you're stupid back. And then, like, a day later, I'm sorry, Jackson, you were right. <laughs> but. Um, well, I, th I think we can both agree that as geniuses go, we both are very stupid. That's right. Yeah. Um, reminds me of uh, the concept of Scorpion. <laughs> there are five geniuses that can't function, and like they have a, a, a company that's... Oh, so not the Mortal Kombat tanked. Ninja. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, anyhow, going back to the, the topic, other things, uh, the Bible, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, uh, be nice to your enemy. You know, if we're going back to that... that angry boss or that that even not just your boss but peers you know be nice to them that's that's the biblical way mm -hmm. um very anti-cultural there oh well it's okay to be a jerk back because they're being a jerk to you you know eye yeah. for an eye um yeah and i still maintain the the old testament still still applies here you know it's uh Speaking of being truthful and harsh, have you read the Old Testament? <laughs> wow. And the New Testament, but I mean, have you read the Old Testament? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, man, but like a uh, very Old Testament, pray to God, be like, get rid of this guy, you know, uh, have him fall in a deep, dark hole or uh, maybe not that extreme, but get him <laughs> fired or something. I don't know. Like, it, it, be nice to him. It's okay to pray to God to be like, dude, there's issues here. Yep. Do something about it. Yep. <laughs> you know, my enemy is causing problems, God. I'm loving on him, but he's still causing problems, God. Do something about it, please. Yep. <laughs> you know, um, nothing wrong with that, you know. And I'm not saying either one of those makes it e any easier. Because uh, from experience, it doesn't, you know. Yep. Uh, I mean, experience. Often, oftentimes doing the right thing makes things hard. Yep. And it's with some of those situations, it's made things better. I'll admit that. But mm -hmm. a lot of the times it doesn't, you know, and I want to be sure to put that out there. But that doesn't mean we should not do what we're supposed to do, you know, Yeah. to have that good work ethic, to say yes, sir, no, sir. You know, and um, this doesn't mean you should, uh, you know, uh, 
there are definitely improper like, a, like things if the company for... institutes a policy where you've got to bow down to the giant gold statue of the company owner then you probably probably should take a stand and be like no i'm not gonna worship the boss next week i'm coming in with the gold statue of ash <laughs> jackson as president of plan x media or as uh you guys voted me as the overlord of plan x media <laughs> we really set ourselves down up for this oh huh? <laughs> uh, yeah uh, um but yeah or even just that doesn't make it okay for a boss to i don't want to say walk all over because technically i mean giving when somebody steals your coat and giving them your your sandals too that's pretty extreme right yep somebody punches you you turn the other cheek that's pretty extreme you know yep. like uh, a lot of a lot of people at this point would teach a lot of christians in america would teach all right well it's not okay to have somebody walk all over you but that's not necessarily what the bible says is yeah. it I, I feel like jesus you know for all intents and purposes could have said and if someone shoves you down let them walk all over you yeah um you know, like the the things he, the examples that he gives are so much in line with that exactly now he did say take a sword with you i'll, I'll throw that out there though too yeah. but I, I guess what i'm saying here is especially if it's somebody that's doing something wrong and something that they shouldn't you know don't just sit there and take it and say yes sir no sir you know there there are times to go to the boss to the company whatever yep. you know uh it takes <laughs> wisdom law, even it takes yeah, discernment it does um but you know i'm not necessarily talking about that extreme you know i'm just talking about that pain in the butt person um just you know <laughs> work ethic you know it, yep. it and that's that's very hard to have a good work ethic when you've got somebody like that in your life too it's bad situation mhm but uh, like i said it's just uh you know, we do it all for the Lord. You know, this is this is for the Lord, and and it shows through, and people see that, and um, it's a great witness. It's something we we should all be doing. Yep. Quite true. All right, so it kind of sounds like we we've winded down a little bit. Um, yeah, gotten that out of our system. <laughs> so, uh, my name is Ash Green. And I am Jackson Farrell. And I am the overlord at Plan X Media. And I've got a blog. <laughs> boy, boy, that's going to really sell them. <laughs> uh, just, I do this man, blog thing. I, you know, I, I went to like this um, alumni networking thing from my high school recently. Like they, they had this event where, you know, we all got together. There was a panel. Um, and, you know, I was, I was talking to people about what I do and just watching everyone immediately shut down when i talked about how i have this blog where i, where I blog about the bible it's amazing <laughs> it was phenomenal but um you folks listening to this podcast might be more interested in my blog than they were uh, you can check it out at chocolatebook.net where every weekday i read um i eat some <laughs> and ash is making the hand blah 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 <laughs> gesture with it like it's a mouth um, but yeah, I eat chocolate. I read the Bible. I blog about it. It's awesome. Chocolatebook.net. The end. No, I'm just kidding. I am interested in it, Jackson. I was, I was just being a jerk. Well, who... I'm being your jerk boss. <laughs> well, who wouldn't want to make the hand blah, blah, blah gesture? That's fun. I love sock puppets. I mean, in <laughs> fact, <laughs> oh, I should just cut the episode right there. I love sock puppets. <laughs> All right. Well, Ash, are we ready to wrap this one up? I'm so creeped out that you just took your sock <laughs> off and. <laughs> How are the listeners going to know? You got to use a different voice now. Oh, okay. This is my sock puppet voice. Uh... It sounds kind of weird. That's kind of the point. I'm not Jackson. I'm Senor Casatines. I got a Spanish name for some reason. Senor. We should we should really stop. This could get weird in a hurry if it hasn't already. Way too late for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, don't forget to get in touch with us to tell us how bad uh, Jackson's sock puppet impressions were at uh, Christ underscore Rebel. Impersonating at, a sock at, puppet at Twitter. That's right. It wasn't even a real thing. You were a sock puppet and fake. <laughs> That's right. Um, Christ underscore Rebel. 
for Twitter or uh, Christian Rebellion at planxmedia.com. And uh, those are probably the best ways to uh, get in touch with us. There's also the Planx Media webpage that you can find out more about Planx Media and the projects we do. And there's a forum to connect people there. And you can also go to Christian Rebellion uh, webpage and check out the um, comment section and make comments there as well. Yeah. Talk to us about things. We're very interested in what you have to say. If you agree or disagree with us, that's cool. Yeah. We want to we wanna have a conversation, not just talking to a mic and pretend like people are listening to us. Although Ooh, we're that's kidding. fun, We too. don't even pretend like people are <laughs> yeah. listening to us. We're not kidding anyone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, for those of you who have been listening, um, I know that I can count Ash among them. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, yes. And maybe one day Jackson will listen, too. <laughs> I listen to it right here as we're as we're doing the thing. See, he doesn't even download I listen it. Listen to it. Okay. Bye guys. <laughs>